Welcome back to my podcast, Psychology. I'm your host, Mallory Gomez. And on today's episode, Gender and Therapeutic Intervention, we're going to kind of go over some gender societal norms and how these norms affect intervention um, and like the therapeutic alliance. So the client's relationship with their counselor or therapist. We'll also be discussing the ways that anxiety and depression look different with each um, gender. And then we'll kind of go over different interventions seen in the counseling field that maybe a gender would be more drawn to. So first we're going to start off with some general societal norms that genders have. So for example, males, they're in society, they're kind of expected to hold to uphold this strong protector demeanor. Um their fathers might raise them to not to cry, to keep their feelings in, to be strong-minded. In the Latino culture, they'll throw out the word machismo, you know, um, not showing weakness, to be a strong man for their family, to uphold this strength. Um, a lot of times they're also seen as the breadwinner, the one who's bringing in the money for the family. Um, and then females, some of the gender societal norms would be a nurturing mother, being there for your children, um, being intuitive and reflective. So um, we're really more self-aware of our feelings or we identify more with our feelings and are comfortable expressing ourselves more so than males. So this kind of ties to why anxiety and depression look different for males and females. So for males, depression manifests itself in different ways so it's anger or irritability um it's through engaging in substance abuse or engaging in um distracting things such as like video games or um just something that distracts their mind um maybe they'll engage in social isolation and kind of be withdrawn from their partner and, and retreat from people. Whereas women, they're more open to expressing themselves and their depression might be seen as constantly bringing up like a heartbreak or constantly bringing up their issues to their friends. So they're able to get their feelings out more so than males. So that's why um, you see males have more anger issues or more irritability. Not saying that women don't have anger issues, but just generally speaking, males tend to be more irritable and angry and will act out more aggressively than females. So that's another societal norm, just that males are competitive and they um, they are kind of more aggressive verbally and physically. Again, not saying that women aren't, but just generally speaking, males are more aggressive than females. So because we have these gender norms, we have symptom, different symptoms when it comes to anxiety and depression. So women, they are more apt to really show the symptoms of like shaking or just like um with anxiety because anxiety what that mainly is is just 
what's indicative of anxiety is overthinking, overanalyzing, needing to control every situation, whether it's um, planning for the day, um, strict schedules, things like that. Um, females, I guess how I'm trying to say it, the diff- the main difference is that females express it more and it's more obvious that a woman has anxiety or depression, but with males, it looks different. They tend to retreat and um, the way that their depression comes out is through slips of anger or irritability and snapping at people. Also, just maybe watching TV all day long and not talking or um, maybe their room is a mess. It just manifests in a different way. It's more internal than it is external. So I think that's the main difference between males and females when um, expressing these different disorders, such as anxiety and depression. And so then we go into like the different types of, now we're going to kind of go into the different types of intervention that are seen in the counseling field. So there's a lot, um, but today I wanted to cover cognitive behavioral therapy, um, humanistic therapy, such as client-centered therapy, and psychodynamic therapy. So first we'll start off with one of the most popular ones in the counseling field, cognitive behavioral therapy. And essentially what this is, is a counselor will talk about how thoughts and feelings influence behavior and vice versa. It's kind of like a triangle. So what you think is how you feel and how you feel is how you behave. So for example, if you constantly are negative and you tell yourself, I'm never going to make it um, because I got fired, that means I'm never going to find a job again. So that influences your own mind is like a barrier to yourself. So Um, What CBT counselors try to do is to reframe these thoughts, to make the client aware of their maladaptive thinking patterns and to reframe them. And when you reframe those negative thought patterns, then you reframe the way that you behave. So I think what could also tie into that is positive psychology. So knowing that even though bad things are happening, let's focus on the positives because what you focus on will grow. Um, So that's CBT, tying together your thoughts, your feelings, and how those influence your behavior. So you kind of have to change each of those things, and that's what your counselor works on. So CBT is generally seen as like a short-term therapy, um, ranging from like six to eight to maybe like six to ten sessions. So it's something that is solution-focused. I would say that males would be more drawn to maybe cognitive behavioral therapy because it's a very quick fix. Um, Females would also benefit, but I think because it's short-term, it's goal-oriented. Males, that's another thing that I wanted to bring up. Males are more goal-oriented. They like to discuss how things work um, and... Basically, what I'm trying to say is they like to, to um, discuss how things work and be goal-oriented and goal-focused. Whereas women might want to sit down and rehash things from the past and kind of talk through them and reflect on their feelings and may want more long-term. So we'll go into that 
type of therapy next. But so again, just wrapping up really quickly, CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy focuses on your cognitions and your behavior. So what you tell yourself is how you're going to feel. Your mood impacts your behavior. So that's the whole um, philosophy behind CBT is you need to change your thinking patterns or you need to change your behavior. So therefore your behavior can change your thoughts and your thoughts can change your behavior. Um, And then there's, we'll go to humanistic. So the humanistic um, therapy approach focuses on the here and now and how we can work through things right now. Um, So there's gestalt therapy and there's also client-centered therapy. Um, With client-centered therapy, you are trying to reestablish your true identity and you're focusing on how I can do that right now. Um, I think males would also benefit from that one. Um, I know that with client-centered therapy, it's used with a lot of individuals who suffer from addiction issues. Um, The counselor is not really seen like someone that... There's not really a power dynamic between client and counselor. It's like they're at the same level. So they're working with you. They're meeting you where you're at. They're interviewing you um, or they're doing motivational interviewing, which is just seeing what state of change are you. Um, are you prepared to make take action with your drug addiction or are you just chilling and right now you don't know you're contemplating, you're in the pre-contemplative stage and you're just deciding whether you want to make a change or not. So they the client centered is you're just trying to reestablish your identity, find some meaning and work through that. And then the last one we'll talk about is psychodynamic therapy. So what psychodynamic therapy is focuses on unconscious processes. So how your past is impacting your current day life. Um any strained relationships in the past, maybe any childhood experiences you're kind of rehashing any trauma that you've been through such as emotional verbal um, or any type of traumatic event that you experience in adolescence and how it's impacting you now and how you can work through those um, resent maybe resentment or any bitter feelings you have towards that Um, and I think that one women would be more apt to or be more drawn to that one because you're able it's kind of more long-term and you're able to express yourself and work through different conflicts that you've had in the past. I think males would benefit more from cognitive behavioral therapy. Like maybe I have like this negative thinking pattern. How can I work through it? How can I change my mind or my thought patterns and work on my behavior? So I'll give you an example of like how CBT would work. Someone with anxiety, there's also a cycle of anxiety. So um, you... It's a cycle of avoidance. So something makes you anxious, whether it's social interactions, whether it's just deadlines, um, things from work, just something is making you anxious. So a lot of times you'll avoid what makes you anxious and then your anxiety will just grow and grow the more that you avoid it. Um, So it's really a dangerous thing. But what CBT tries to do is expose you to the things that make you anxious and reframe your thoughts when you're around the stimuli that makes you anxious. So once you change your thoughts exposed to the same stimulus, then you'll you'll start to realize that it's not as threatening as it may seem. 
So for example, someone with maybe social anxiety who um, is anxious in front of crowds, therefore they avoid the crowd and they feel comfortable in the moment, but their anxiety is growing because they're constantly avoiding the situation that makes them uncomfortable. So a CBT counselor would work on saying, go to the grocery store, tell yourself these things that it's not that bad, people probably aren't focusing on me, they have their own lives, reframing the thoughts that way, and then um, the anxiety will reduce based on the amount of exposure. You kind of want to do it slow. You don't want to force the anxious individual into a situation where they would be very anxious, like talking in front of 200 people. I mean, you really have to do baby steps when it comes to CBT. But that's an example of how CBT would work. You're changing your thoughts based on something that makes you anxious. Or with depression, um, like I kind of gave an example earlier, if you're telling yourself, I'm never going to go anywhere because I got fired from my job and I'm never going to amount to anything. I mean, that's really drastic, but that's a lot of times what people with depression will rehash the past constantly and just stay fixated in this cycle of um, in psychology, we call it rumination, where you just continue to think negatively and your negative thoughts grow and grow and grow. So depression is focusing on the past, anxiety is worrying about the future, and um, needing that control of every situation. So CBT would really help um, with the reframing of thoughts and showing yourself that these situations that are threatening aren't really that threatening. The more you practice, the more comfortable you get and the more your anxiety decreases. So to wrap up this session, each gender has different norms based on how they were raised. Um, Culture also plays a factor in this a little bit. And, um, And just the expectations that men and women have and how they impact work with intervention. So I'm going to kind of summarize everything that we went over. Males and females have different norms. Males are seen as the strong protector. They're told not to cry, to uphold machismo in the Latino culture. Females are nurturing. They're intuitive. They're reflective. um, They're kind of like the mother figure in society. And... um, they're more apt to express themselves, where males are taught to conceal and hold everything in, um, which is why just because they may seem okay on the outside doesn't mean that they're not struggling on the inside. So to really be observant of those things, it manifests in other ways like a dirty room or um, preoccupation with video games or TV or just retreating and being withdrawn from their partner or withdrawn from their family. Whereas females are more apt to express themselves and kind of, maybe they talk about the same things with their friends all the time, Um, but they're, it's more apparent with women than it is with males. Males are irritable, males are angry, that's how they show their depression or their anxiety. And then we went over the different types of interventions, such as cognitive behavioral therapy, which focuses on thoughts, feelings, our thoughts, feelings, emotions, and behavior. And then psychodynamic, which is rehashing the past and working through any resentment from childhood or adolescence and working through it so that they can function better as adults. 
And then humanistic, so client-centered. You reestablish your identity, you focus on the here and now, and um, it's seen a lot of times in addiction therapy. So like I said, someone who is an alcoholic or um, is suffering with another substance that they're trying to refrain from using, um, the counselor is... I wouldn't want to say... I mean, they could potentially be seen as like a friend but it's also more like a mentor but a mentor where there's no power dynamic you're working with the client and meeting them where they're at so you're doing motivational interviewing such as are you ready for change do you really want to stop drinking or using and monitoring their state of change because when you and we'll talk about this more in like another episode on addiction but when you ask them and you give them the power to make the decisions Um, And you're kind of seen there as just like a form of support, encouraging them, but not um, reprimanding them when they keep using. Um, They'll start to inherit these feelings of, okay, I want to change. Now that we're talking about it, you know, you're motivating me and you're encouraging me. They, a lot of times they become motivated just from having that conversation and having that support from um, a counselor. So I think males would be more drawn to CBT because it's a short goal-oriented type of therapy. And then women would be more drawn to like a psychodynamic, focusing on reflecting, being intuitive of unconscious processes or subconscious things that they're trying to work through. And humanistic could probably work for both. Um, Yeah, so CBT, I could see males being more drawn to that one and psychodynamic women. And then humanistic, probably both. But um, just in general, even though males don't really open up a lot, and that's another thing, um, they would probably be more drawn to something that's quick and something that will help them to get through any unresolved feelings that they have, or not unresolved, but any depression or anxiety or negative thought patterns that they've had and they've developed over time. So that was gender and therapeutic intervention. Um, next time we'll probably talk about addiction and substance abuse and, uh, resistant clients. Thank you for listening.